Thank you for joining us today for the Military Family Research Institute podcast. I'm your host, Sadie Erkwitz. Here with me today is Francesca Salazar, a veteran and Focus Forward Fellow. We had the privilege of meeting through MFRI's Focus Forward Fellowship. For those of you who don't know, the fellowship is designed to help women student veterans build skills, leadership, and a sense of community. It starts out with a four-day residential portion that's followed by an online community that lasts throughout the academic year. Each year, about 20 women student veterans are competitively selected through a national search. I want to talk to you about your perspective as a woman veteran. How has this experience shaped you to be the confident person you are today? Well, thank you, Sadie, for having me here. I'm very excited to be a part of this podcast and to share about my experience with the uh, Focus Forward Fellowship. I think one of the things as a woman veteran that a lot of people um, tend not to understand is that we're overlooked a lot of times unless we self-identify as women veterans. Um, we don't walk around with the beards or the, the tattoos or the backpack and the, um, the gear. So I think with women veteran, we have to self-identify a lot more. And one of the things is from the military we bring into the veteran community is how we are individuals. Um, we have different needs, but yet we find a way to use our diversity to be able to blend into and to contribute you know, into the military. One of the things that I find that you have to learn to be confident, I think that grows over time. I didn't start out that way. I was very nervous. I was you know, very scared as a, as a young petty officer and even as a young seaman um, recruit. You know, one of the things that I had to learn was to use my, my big voice, I guess, is to say, um, I'm only five foot one, so um, I'm very intimidating, obviously, in height. So what I had to learn how to do was to stand my ground and to understand that not only as a woman, but I was also seen as younger um, by some of my, um, my peers and some of my, um, my leadership. And so I had to learn how to articulate myself. I had to learn how to do so confidently and teach people how to, teach, uh, to treat me and to treat my um, fellow women veterans. Uh, along with um, those in the military as well. So I think with through that process, I learned how to use my voice and use it wisely when I was um, when I was given the opportunity to be heard. Can you give us a sense of um, your path through the military? I was in the Navy for 13 years active duty. Um, I did five deployments um, throughout Latin America. I did a lot of humanitarian effort as a Spanish linguist. I had the opportunity to translate for the medical teams. Uh, we would go into communities where we would do basic eye care, we would do as much as surgeries with the, the ships that we were on. And it was during this time in the military that I realized what I, how fortunate I was and how much I could contribute and make a difference. So when I returned back to the United States and I got out of, um, got out of the Navy, I wanted to do something, I wanted to continue to serve. And how I was able to do that initially was um, I started advocating for veterans um, as I learned to advocate for myself, uh, which is a lot harder when you have to advocate for your own person. Um, but I had a lot of great mentors who've kind of guided me along the way. And it's led me into, um, I have an associate's degree. I just graduated in the spring with my associate's in paralegal studies. And now I am continuing my studies in international affairs at George Washington University and hopes to one day become um, an attorney to do pro bono work for military and um, veteran communities. And probably my primary source of law right now, of course you don't know, but it's probably going to be immigration um, or international law. Why was the fellowship interesting to you and why did you decide to apply? 
Well, the first thing that drew me to the Focus Forward Fellowship is um, obviously the reputation of Purdue. That was the big thing. Um, I was like, okay, what is Purdue doing? And I want to I want to see where they're part of it. So. I decided to sit down and read it, and there's, um, especially in the D.C. area, there's always a lot of opportunities for internships and fellowships, but what stood out for me um, with this fellowship is that it was for student veterans and just for women, and no offense to my male counterparts out there because I love them dearly, but there's not a lot of programs that are just tailored for women student veteran, and so when I heard about this, I said, oh, please pick me. Um, I want to be a part of this. I want to learn more. I want to be a part of something that's greater than myself. And it's also nice to connect back with my fellow women veterans. Um, it's, we're so much in the minority. We walk into a room and it's, it's all the guys together talking about you know, different things and we're like, I'm not old enough to hear this or these are things that I just can't relate to. Um, and this fellowship is completely different. It was only for women. It was for, for focus on education and it was empowering. That's why I wanted to be a part of it. Can you tell me a little bit about what was attractive about the model having four-day residency program where you really bonded in a short period of time that led to an online community that you're still actively engaged in? Um, I think what was great was um, a lot of times some of the fellowships are always like online or you know you don't ever get to meet the people so there's not really that connection or it's such a short amount of time and the time isn't used wisely because you can have people meet for a week and they don't they don't bond. As I've mentioned, and I think a lot of the fellows will also say, is this is kind of a magical program. It's, a, it's kind of a unicorn because with the model, we get to meet for four days and it is amazing. We're, we're up early and we're, and it's not like a difficult thing, like a job where you just, oh my gosh, I gotta get up early. No, it's like, I'm getting up early because I get to see what's gonna, it's like an adventure every single day, you know, what we're gonna do. And you come home and you're like, oh my gosh, it's already like 10, 11 o'clock at night. But then you're like, oh man, I learned so much. I don't wanna go to bed, but now I have to sleep. So it's really wonderful, all the activities that are put together, they're well thought out. Um, it's about developing us as a person. And what I was really impressed with was the program, it starts off with you learn about yourself, then you learn how you interact with others and then how you combine it all together. I've never seen a program like that. And I think that's one of the things that made it successful because we, it was a comfortable environment that we knew we were safe in and we were able to share. And I think that's what makes it so special is that we were allowed to be vulnerable, we were allowed to cry, we were allowed to share. And we know that what stories were set in there stay in there and I think it was such a welcoming environment that this is why the online um, portion of it is, is thriving still. I can call any one of my Focus Forward, Focus Forward fellow sisters and I know that they're there for me. And same thing for my mentors, um, for anybody in the program, I know that I'm not alone and now I have a family. I wish you all could see her smile right now. It's so <laughs> empowering. <laughs> During the fellowship, you worked with corporate and coaching mentors. Tell us how you've continued to develop these relationships and also what the difference was when you looked at someone who was helping you mentor in a corporate setting versus someone who was there for your um, personal growth. Well, let's just say that the fellowship worked its magic. So I had not told the Focus Board Fellowship I had gotten accepted into George Washington University. I was um, Anne Arundel Community College in Annapolis, Maryland. And um, so they sat me down with my mentor, um, Leanne, and come to find out within the interview process, which was like, yeah, 20 seconds or something like that to, to get to know that person. 
And Leanne said, wait a minute, you're at George Washington University? And I said, yes. And she goes, guess where I'm located? I was like, oh my gosh, it was just meant to be. And so she and I have stayed connected. I could just walk over to her, to her office right around the corner. We've had dinner. Um, I just text messaged her today. Um, so it was absolutely wonderful. I got to go to one of the events and meet a great group of people. She works with um, domestic violence advocacy. It's just phenomenal. It's something I'm also very interested in um, as well. So that was really wonderful. Um, I also keep in touch with Nancy from IBM. I write her a lot. I message her on um, LinkedIn. We keep in touch. She was there for me during a difficult time and I was trying to pick out um, a major for George Washington. She walked me through it and she allowed me to be me by guiding me um, and advising me, but not telling me what to do, but helping empower me so I can make the best decision for me. And she's been such a wonderful mentor as well. So I'm, I'm truly brought blessed and I'm truly grateful to the fellowship for allowing me to meet these absolutely incredible women. They're all incredible. I w cannot say that enough. You've alluded to this, but maybe you could expand on it. We often hear from our fellows that the fellowship was a highlight of their life. The program opens doors on a personal level, an academic level, a professional level. Can you say the same? For me, it, it has been life-changing because I had honestly, I have been a part of other um, different types of like internships sometimes or fellowships that I thought would, would cater to um, women, but it was kind of hard and it wasn't any fault of the organization. I think um, it takes a lot of work um, that a lot of veteran service organizations, um, they're limited um, in what they can do. And it's also too, it's a lot of male dominated um, BSOs. It, that's, just, that's just the number, that's reality and that's no dink on anybody. But I think for me with this one is that what impressed me, it was set up by women in the education field who have a background on women, on families, and they understand the needs of women specifically in the military community. That's incredibly rare. And I think a lot of organizations can use the model of Focus Forward to help develop them with other programs. So um, maybe the, uh, somebody wouldn't be able to get into the program for some reason or another one year, but they could find another organization. I really think that you guys have set the bar really high. It has impacted me Personally, professionally, it's made me a better person all the way around. And professionally, yes, I have, I mean, how many people get to say they got talked to, um, oh, by the way, I get to talk to one of the C, you know, to this high ranking person in IBM or this person over here, but it's much more than that. I think that's great, titles are great, but these women that they selected are truly invested in us. They're willing to take time out of their day, they're authors, they're busy and they're successful, they have families, they have other things, but they still make time for us. And I think that's hard to do with a lot of other organizations. It's, you have it for a moment, but I think this is more of a, of a long-term um, program that's going to last, I, I believe it's gonna last a lifetime because I think the way that we've all bonded and that we share, it's because we're truly compassionate. And even though that everybody's busy, we make time for each other. I think that's, that's key because we truly care about each other. Purdue Sesquicentennial is this year. That's the 150th anniversary of Purdue University. Boilermakers across the country are celebrating and we see our Focus Forward Fellows as honorary Boilermakers. Can you tell us about um, the experience you had at Purdue University during the fellowship? It was such a welcoming, warm environment and it was not just what things that they were doing for us, but it was 
their genuous with genuineness that they did it with. It's one thing to do something because you feel like you're obligated to do it, but it was more so that it came from the heart and we could all feel it. And we we knew that we were wanted there, we were welcome there, and it wasn't just a slogan, it wasn't just a pitch. Um, unfortunately, a lot of organizations, they use veterans as a platform, and I never ever once felt that. It was completely the opposite. I felt like I was family, I felt like I was a Boilermaker. Once I stepped on there, I got to participate in a lot of their traditions. I ran through the fountain. I was sick for a couple of days after, but it was so worth it. Um, I got to ride on the train. That was amazing. I got to go down and just, you know, I felt like I had been a part of the school like my whole life, um, just being there for the four days. And that goes to show the welcome party and, and throughout, it stayed throughout. It's kind of like, you know, that whole joke is, you stay one day and then the guests are like, okay, you need to go home. I never felt that way. As a matter of fact, I was crying the day I left. I think we all were because we didn't want to leave. And um, it was just an amazing experience how we felt like family from the first day. Can you give us an honorary boiler up? Boiler up! <laughs> Francesca, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for sharing your perspective. And thank you for talking to us about the Focus Forward Fellowship. Thank you for having me, Sadie. I'm incredibly honored, and I highly recommend this program to anybody um, who wants to make you know, big changes in their life, and they're willing to do the work, and they're willing to dig deep, and know that they have a lifetime support system for them waiting for them. If they, I, I can't say enough good things about this fellowship, honestly. For additional information or ways to support military and veteran families, please visit mfri.purdue.edu.